Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. I am Drew Garrison in the locker room with Chad Penrod for our NFL Draft Special. Um, and uh, an announcement that I think that we would also like to make here early on is that Thursday night, we will be live commentating the first round of the draft. We're going live. Live, baby. So what we're going to do is we are going to set up me, Chad, and Austin, who's in here with us from time and to time. And maybe some guests as maybe well. Maybe some special guests coming in and we are going to uh, watch the first round and the idea is maybe you pull us up on your iPad your cell phone whatever you watch the draft on TV but instead of listening to those losers on there you listen to us call me Trey Wingo uh, yeah I'll be Kuiper I got good hair I was thinking you were Booger McFarlane oh that's fucked up man. <laughs> I'm just playing man <laughs> hey but uh, you usually are the one to do this but let me do this real quick man breaking news Big breaking news. As we sat down in the locker room, our phones exploded. Um, The New England Patriots have traded the rights, plus a seventh-round pick, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for Rob Gronkowski. How does that not surprise me? So to say that again, it's Rob Gronkowski and a seventh-round pick going to the Bucs and the Patriots are getting a fourth-round pick. Um, and to say that I'm surprised, I, I'm not. Um, no, I, I no. mean, I didn't think Rob was – I mean, Rob was still young and still one of the best tight ends in the league. Um, and, man, what does that say maybe about Belichick? I don't think him and Bill got along. He's like a wild partier, goofy, You're and right. Belichick's all business. Because if, if you remember talks a few years ago, um, there was talks that – he was trying to trade Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, to Detroit, I think. To Detroit, and um, he said, "I'll retire." And he said he'd retire. And it seems like maybe Gronkowski won that Super Bowl, and you thought, okay, maybe he was done. You know, you know, he was a lot of surgeries. You know, getting hit in the the legs or, or whatnot there. Concussions, but elbow. Do you know what this does to the Bucks, man? I oh mean, we're talking God. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Now Rob Gronkowski added to that. I mean, Brady has some weapons, and he had no weapons last year. And Schefter actually just tweeted um, Tampa Bay was actually the only place that Gronk wanted to go. He wasn't going to come out of retirement to go play for the Packers or something. It's Tom Brady. It's Brady. It's Tom Brady. We we said this right before we started recording. I think it might be true. I think Brady was like, hey, dude, you and Bill don't get along, whatever. I'm cutting out after this season. So before Gronk retired, before the start of this past season, I think Brady might have been like, dude, take a year off. Do, you know, whatever you want to do. Stay in shape. Get ready. And I'm heading out next year and come with me wherever I go. I I think that might have been it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not exactly sure. Um, Somebody mentioned this, man, and it just made so much sense to me and how how many – views and and the numbers that it would do when it comes time like i know you guys are seeing this on espn the the mj 30 for 30 oh yeah the last dance the last dance with the bulls and you're seeing a lot of behind the scenes going on there yeah how michael wasn't very happy with uh you know some of the front office at the time at least in the episode one um I'm going to be interested as hell to see in a few years if we get something like that with the Patriots where, you know, Tom Brady just comes out and says what the hell went on and Rob Gronkowski comes out and talks his his piece. We deserve that. I want that. That that right there would do numbers because you uh, you want to talk about some some must-watch TV. That right there would be uh, insane. But uh, nonetheless, man, Rob Gronkowski is back. They say that he's been putting on weight because, you know, uh, Rob got small got there for a little small. bit. You know, so I'm sure he's uh, he, quarantining and, and, and pumping the weights and going to get back to his normal self. And, man, Tom Brady has probably his most favorite weapon back. And per Rob Gronkowski's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, um, he texted ESPN and said, pending the physical, Rob has agreed to play for Tampa this season. He will honor his current contract at this time. So he's going to get – the same uh, money that he one was year making. ten million is what I so, seen. Yeah, um, 
he's going to get his money back too, and unless they you know have to work something out with him. I'm sure he's willing to lose a couple bucks to get back with Brady. But if they have the cap space and all that, he. He got a year I was off. under the impression he signed with WWE. He did. It must have been just a WrestleMania thing, or I, I don't know. Yeah, or if there was, you know, if maybe if it was a long-term thing, there's maybe a, if I decide to play football again, I can get out of my contract deal or something. I, I don't know too much of the details on that, but, man, Godwin, Evans, Gronk. Imagine if somehow, and I know you're, you're a Michigan fan, but you can – uh, you know, you can say this guy's good. Imagine if somehow their first pick they get J.K. Dobbins. Oh God, that's that's the perfect piece that they need. I think that's their. I'm high on Dobbins. Yeah, I think they're missing a running back. I think that's they've the been, one thing the Bucks are missing. I think they've been a little bit linked to Fournette too. Oh well, yeah, yeah. He's on the trade market apparently. Yeah, that, couple that's good true options too. there. Yeah, and you can always get these running backs in the draft, you know, and you get them on their rookie contracts and. You know, we've all talked about that before. It's you know, it's hard to pay a, a, a rookie running back after his four years are up. But yeah, the Bengals are dealing with that right now, actually. Um, so man. let's jump into this, man. We are two days away from the 2020 NFL Draft, where wait. your Bengals are on. They've been on the clock. Um, we got some some uh, some news a little bit earlier. Um, I text you and Austin immediately, and 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 one of our other. Friends, I don't think Troy. anybody else caught this. No, no, no one else caught it because it wasn't. It, nothing was said. Um, but it's it, Joe Burrow slipped up. It sounded like saying that he's already in contract talks with the Cincinnati Bengals. Not surprising. No, I mean we all. I think we all know now. Joe Burrow is the pick. Let's go. Um, I don't think not even the three picks from Miami would have would be enough. It sounds like uh, your Bengals are getting their guy. And as I've said before, you know, there there was the possibility of three, four first-rounders coming back from Miami, you know, with their three this year and maybe the one next year. Couldn't have been too, too mad if it happened. But, man, I, I read an article, and it really brought a lot back to me, man, when Mike Brown didn't do a trade and it screwed the Bengals for a decade or more. When they drafted Akili Smith – Mike Ditka and the New Orleans Saints called Mike Brown and offered them literally their entire draft entire that draft, year, yeah. plus a first the following year. Yeah, for because they wanted Ricky Williams so bad, they ended up getting him some other way. But man, we took Akili Smith and his career went up in flames and cocaine and dark liquor. So we are, um, as you as we've said at the beginning of the show, and you guys have seen on our Facebooks, we are going live. For the uh, NFL draft, uh, we're going to start that up about seven forty-five uh, Thursday. Um, you know, and we're going to do a little draft coverage on it. You know, of, of every pick, all thirty-two picks, um, and like like we just said, the Bengals have that first pick, uh, and we know it's going to be Joe Burrow. Now, it's it's we're ninety-nine point nine percent sure after what Burrow said that the pick is going to be Joe Burrow. Um, and we've been doing our own, you know, with us going live, needing to talk about these players. We've been doing a lot of research on these players, but everybody already knows the stats on Joe Burrow, uh, over 5,600 yards, 60 touchdowns, um, and won the national championship. Um, I have the guy as the fourth best overall player. Now people are going to say, Yes, it's the quarterback. You take the quarterback first, but you do that differently when you're in a draft and you just rate the players. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, off, you know how how athletic they are, how fast or whatnot. Um, and I have Joe Burrow as the fourth best uh, player. I I have him as my number one quarterback. Um, and and I think I I think that is the only pick for the Bengals. So you know that right there to me, I give the Bengals an A plus when they select Joe Burrow. Um. You know, but we have talked, you know, people, people always ask us, you know, you know, what's your take on Burrow? What's the pros? What's the cons? I mean, the pros are last season. I just read you the stats, 5,600 yards, 60 touchdowns in a national championship, by far the best quarterback in, in the, in, in college, the one knock, and we've said this before, the one knock is that he's done it for one year. Okay. He doesn't have another year backing him up. Now listen, this guy is was recruited to Ohio State, transferred to LSU, and just did what he did. We know the guy is talented. We 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 do know that. 
the one knock as he's done it for one year, even if that's a knock. You don't even have to take that as a knock because he could come in and, and light up. It wouldn't surprise me if he came in and lit it up because, listen, the Bengals are not a bad football team right now. They have revamped that that defense, and he has weapons. He, he has Joe Mixon. He has A.J. Green. He has Tyler Boyd. He has John Ross, if he can stay on the field, who, who played, John Ross played, for like three played games. good. He played good at the beginning of last season before he got hurt. Bengals fans get excited because Joe Burrow is bringing it and he's coming to Cincinnati. I've set aside about $300. I've budgeted for this. And I don't know why they're not on NFLshop.com yet. You could have already had this jersey from China, man. Man, I don't want that virus. Um, (laughs) I'm going to buy real ones, too. A black Burrow jersey, a white Burrow jersey, and an orange Burrow jersey as soon as NFL Shop lets me. I don't know why they haven't posted them yet. But I'm ready to go. Hey. Andy, thanks for everything, man. I defended you far too long, but it is time. Hey, there, that, that's, that's again, the question's still out there on him. What is going on with him? You can't keep him around. He's going to get cut. You can't keep him around. Uh, he would have to take a huge pay cut to stay as the backup, first off. Yeah. And second, I don't feel like he really did that much with Finley. I know he's pretty pissed off when he got benched, and I guess rightfully so because of the timing and the way it was handled. But I don't think he was too in on helping Ryan Finley last year. It, it's it's one thing to go get a veteran backup on the market, maybe somebody that's still out there to come back him up. But it, it's one thing to take the guy that started for you for nine years and say, okay, we'll sit here on the bench now, and we're going to bring in you know this new guy, and, and you help him out. I, I just don't think that's going to work. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't. That's just that's not a that's not even a relationship I would want to cross. He may he may get w- traded when Thursday. when when Burrow when this is over and Burrow comes into wherever the, the the Bengals operate at and he has his presser you know with the owner with with the coach um Andy Dalton shouldn't even have a shoe in that building it might be a fucking zoom conference that they broadcast yeah, with how this well, is going yeah but, but yeah when yeah. he gets in the building i mean i i don't even personally i don't even want Andy Dalton messaging him telling him congratulations i'm here to help any way i can yeah i i think they know now that there's not a trade partner. I, I just don't see a team that's going to give up anything for him. I think that they're keeping him until after the draft because they don't want to show their hand all too much, even though everybody knows. But there's yeah, this, the first pick. There's this unwritten rule in the NFL where they don't want you really tipping your hand on your pick until I just, draft I, day. I don't. I just don't think that the value was there that they thought that he was worth. No, I and mean this, the Bengals are known for this. They overvalue some players. Yeah, and they, I mean, they kind of fucked up, though. I mean, first off, they should have tried to trade him before the deadline last year. That's exactly what um, should have happened. Because you're probably talking a second, second, third round pick. I, I don't even know if it would be that high. I just don't know who would – maybe Chicago last year. Um, somebody trying to somebody make a in the hunt who a quarterback can, can help, and he's now his contract is pretty cheap. I mean, I think a lot of teams pull the trigger right there. But coming into the offseason, the Bengals were just in a bad position because how many how many offseasons are there quarterbacks available like this where you got a Cam Newton, uh, a Jameis, a Brady, a Rivers? I mean, there's just a plethora of guys that you don't really see on the open market. That, that's true, but I think the second Andy Dalton's release will be the second Andy Dalton signs as well. Yeah, yeah. I just think now that the Bengals have no leverage, everybody says, well, you're going to have to cut him in, uh, anyway. So Too why? close to the draft. Why? why and they're not, they, they can't trade him before the season, or they can't pay him before the season starts. That would be just stupid. Yeah, I just it just doesn't make sense. And I, 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 I struggle to find a fit for him. I mean, I, I think that Cam's a better option for the Chargers um, if they go that way. I just maybe New England, maybe Belichick's waiting for him to, to get cut and then try to get him on the cheap. Maybe he believes in Stidham. I mean, I don't know. I just don't see that. I don't see a starting job for him right now. Yeah. No. Jacksonville has been linked to him maybe to back up Minshew. But yeah, I mean, but, guy, I mean, that's kind of the same case scenario, you know, after you kind of seen what he did with Finley. And we don't know how he acted towards Finley. I mean, nothing's ever been came out that he was yeah, bad nothing towards official. him. Just, you, you know, but it definitely – yeah, you definitely don't get the vibe that he was there to help because he was there to play. Um. So, yeah, so we know we're 99.9% sure that Joe Burrow is going to be a Bengal. And next on the clock would be the Washington Redskins, um, in my opinion, unless there's trade. Now, uh, Shefty came out and said 
that there has been some trade talk here. Said I think that there's the, going to be a, a lot of trades. Said, yeah, they said that the, the the phones have been open in Washington and and they're keeping all options available. But if they keep the pick, that's Chase Young. I mean, I don't see any Slam other. Slam dunk. The, the best player in the draft. The, even after trading for Kyle Allen, though, man, there is some. there's a lot of Tua whispers. I, I – I don't. I mean, I, I guess I can't completely rule it out. Dan Snyder's fucking crazy. If 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 I'm the Redskins, and I'm not completely in love with Chase Young, and I can almost guarantee thirty other teams are in love with Chase Young. I there think thirty two teams yeah. are in love with Chase Young. Um, but say they're not. A trade back's not that bad for them there if they can get some picks, just because there are a lot of holes in Washington. Yeah, and I, I their belief in Haskins, I think, is flimsy at best i think you know we had reported or well not reported but just seen that you know some people in the the building thought that he may be dyslexic because he was that bad at reading a playbook right um which is crazy because he was a urban meyer called him the best quarterback to ever play at ohio state um so i mean that it, it can get tricky there i think most of the intrigue will probably start at three i have seen like i said that 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 washington may look at Tua. Um, I, I just don't know confidently that they go that way. I think most of the intrigue you'll see will start at three because Detroit's got a lot of options. Right. So, the, you know, we kind of go back to before we before we leave the Bengals here, um, you know, a question was, was said, and, and we want to give our answer to it. It says, um, will the number one pick, Joe Burrow, help his team at all this year. So will Joe Burrow help his team at all? Yes. What's the expectation for the team after getting their franchise quarterback? So as a Bengals fan, um what do you what do you expect? If Joe Burrow's the guy, so okay, Joe Burrow is the guy, what do you expect season one and what is your expectations for him as the starting quarterback? I think that he will there's going to be growing pains, um, especially if the offensive line isn't addressed in the draft and you know maybe they hit on a second, third, fourth-round guy that they find for the O-line that can maybe come into play. Um, I, I think there's going to be growing pains. I think that you're going to see a lot of flashes of things to be excited about. I think that as a Bengals fan, this is going to be – a more exciting season just because of the fact that a it's new not shiny handy. toy. Yeah, you know, it's you got that new toy. You know, I got a new car a couple weeks ago and for a week all I wanted to do was drive my new car. Right. So you get the new the new thing. Um I, I still I, I've kind of made all my predictions when we've talked about the Bengals, assuming that Burrow comes in because I've just felt all along that that was just the the no brainer pick. Um, I, I still say, you know, six, seven, eight games um, is, is pretty realistic with the improvements to the defense. Um, you know, the thing with me is that these guys, when they come in as rookies, they almost seem, and I would love to see the numbers of, you know, within the last 10, 15 years, it's almost like their first year is better than their second year. It can be. Because they don't have the film on you yet. I mean, take for instance Baker Mayfield, um, Robert Griffin the uh, third. I mean, those are just the two guys that instantly pop in my mind. Um, I, I just, I think Burrow. I don't think he's going to do the throw the touchdown passes like Baker did. I, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm not sure you're gonna. There's a Cincinnati Cleveland rivalry. That you know, and and a lot of Bengals fans have said they think he might break it. Um, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't go, but I wouldn't go that far. I mean, the, the breaking records like that don't happen often. You know, this isn't this; these records aren't broke breaking broken every year. I mean, um, but I think I, he could I hope have, he does. But yeah, I, I, I think he could have a good. You know, like I said, we mentioned the weapons. You know, will AJ Green stay healthy? That's that's key. You know, will AJ Green stay healthy? Will Joe Mixon be there? Yeah, yeah. Will Will Joe Mixon be there? Or will he hold out? We can We can hit on that in a second because I saw something interesting about that from the new CBA. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think he definitely helps them. It's hard to not help a two and fourteen team though. It's hard to be that bad twice. Right. I mean, what was the Browns' record after zero and sixteen? They still managed to win a handful of games, right? Right. So I mean, they. It's hard to not, you know not improve upon such a bad season. 
Um, so I, I definitely think they help. Um, I just don't, you know, I, yeah, the the touchdown record, I'm all for it. I hope to God he does it. Don't get me wrong. I just don't see it. Um, I see, you know, six, seven, maybe eight wins. Um, and, you know, we I look back at the year that they did draft Dalton, though, and everybody said that they were going to be a two-win team. They won nine games and snuck into the playoffs. So um, there's definitely chances there. Um, but I definitely think that he will help. My expectations for him are – a good season, not a great season. Um, I think, you know, he's just kind of going to learn the ropes a little bit. And he's, there's going to be bumps in the road. There always well, are. But he is translating into a system that is pretty similar. And I, I was reading up earlier, Zach Taylor has, has been privately quoted. So somebody that knows somebody heard something. So take that with what you may. But he's willing to be open with Burrow to bring some plays that he ran at LSU and some things that he's comfortable with and kind of incorporate that into what the Bengals are going to run. So I think that that is actually something that's really cool. And if that is true, which I think it is because you see that a lot in the NFL now, they're a little bit more – coaches are a little bit more willing to be like, okay, what do you like to run? Where are you comfortable? What sets do you like? Yeah. So I think that if he does that, that will help him tremendously. There is a pretty good transition to the offense, that gun, spread them out, kind of make it move thing. I think a lot of that was what Taylor was trying to go for last year, and I think Burrow is going to fit that better than Dalton because he's – it doesn't get talked about, but Burrow's more than capable as a runner, as yes. a quarterback. Not well, just scrambling, but actually, you know, ma- taking an RPO here and there. And with that off, that's the thing, though. With that offensive line right now, he's going to have to be. Um, you know, if you want to, like I said, if you want to look at his team at LSU, I mean, they were they were loaded uh, everywhere, and and he had a great line. He was rarely getting hit. Um, and then, like you said, when he had to use his feet, he can use his feet. I'm not so sure that the line was as good as everybody says it was because I've watched, man, it's from, from they, the moment. They're not any worse than where he's going. No, but from the moment that I watched him play Bama and do what he did against Bama, I watched every game that he played because I was just stuck. He scrambled an awful lot. Things broke down an awful lot, and that's one of the reasons I like him so much because he's so good off script. It's not going to be any. Yeah, his line in college isn't any worse than what he's walking into. But I don't. That's an argument that I've heard a lot. The weapons, the receivers, the tight end, the running back. I totally get it. He had it all. I'm not sure the line was as great as people are making it out to be. I think a lot of those guys may have gotten those awards just off of being LSU. But uh, I, I, I mean, he. he it's not going to be. They had a. They had a pretty damn good team, man. Oh I mean, yeah, absolutely. He, I mean, don't get me wrong. He he's responsible for a lot of it. But, I mean, from the running backs to the receivers, like when we've been going over these receivers for this draft coming up and just researching, dude, he was fucking loaded. Oh, yeah, he had them everywhere. And he's, you know, and that's great to have. He's going to have good weapons in Cincinnati. But one thing, my rebuttal to that when people tell me that he's not going to be any good because he just had a lot of – a lot of players, man. I've watched those. I've watched highlights and film and games and and watched them live and just, man, the receivers aren't putting the ball where they're putting it. They're going up and getting it, but they're not putting the ball in the perfect place that I've seen him do so many times. So I think there's some give and take there. I think that you can chalk a good amount of it up to having you know a, a great team around him. But a lot of those things, man, if you really sit down and break it down and watch how he extends plays and moves in the pocket and, and finds his reads and keeps his eyes downfield when he's about to get hit and puts a ball in a perfect place for his guy to go get, I, I think it's hard to ignore that too. So I, no, it, no, it's, no, we it's know, some we know of each. He can ball. I mean, we absolutely know he can ball. I don't think anybody would say that he can't, um, you know. But like as with every every player, you got to throw in the you know the what ifs or what had happened if. Um, like I said, you know, when you get to Cincinnati, um, hopefully the line's better than it is now. God, I hope. Um, you know, and the one thing that and you'll hear a lot of quarterbacks say after their first year is, "What was so different?" And they say the speed of the game. These cornerbacks, these safeties, these linebackers, shit, these linemen, these big 300-pound linemen are coming at you to rip your fucking face off, dude. And yeah, but I, I and, and it's a different speed when you get to the NFL. One thing that I think will benefit him is he was playing in the SEC, which is widely regarded as the most pro-ready conference there is. There's a lot of good D-line talent coming out of the SEC this year, but at the end of the day, you take the best defense in the SEC, there's probably only 
three or four of those guys that become NFL starters. It's just the way it works. Right. You take all those so, players and you put them on one team. Everybody's much. that. Yeah. Everybody's right. that fast. So it's definitely going to be a transition. I think he benefits more so than if he was like a Pac-12 guy or something. Um, but he's he seems ready for it. Um, and th- there's a lot more that I'll get into on him when you know the pick is announced. I've kind of done my studies on him a lot obviously because of being a Bengals fan, but there, there's more we can hit on there. But I do think that he absolutely helps. I think he absolutely I – mean, it's just 2-14, <laughs> and 14, man. If he's any worse than that, we're in big trouble. Um, so, you know, so that – you know, so the next question um, that we were asked to cover was how is this draft going to go? You know, is it going to be exciting? Glitchy. You, you know, obviously glitchy, but – are we going to have a lot of trades? Are we not going to have any trades? Like, how do we think that this draft is going to go? Well, I was actually um, – because th- there was a tweet that came out from Schefter that when they did their mock draft yesterday, like all the NFL teams did a mock draft to get a feel for it. I guess there was an issue with the Bengals' first pick and it was delayed. Come to find out it wasn't the Bengals' fault. I thought it was Mike Brown. Well, they said his... after the after the first 15 minutes it went smooth. Yeah. I thought for sure maybe Mike Brown was on that, like, dial-up AOL internet he has and <laughs> couldn't figure it out. But luckily Duke Tobin's going to handle it. So here's what I think. they simulated a lot of trades to see how the system would handle trades, which I think is good. Yeah, so here's what I think. I I think that I, I wouldn't say we're going to have a ton of trades, but I wouldn't say that we're not going to have any trades. With with there being so many quarterbacks, four quarterbacks are going in the first in the in the first round. Oh, absolutely! I, you know, I, I obviously Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, uh, Tua, and um, Jordan, uh, Jordan Love. Love, and maybe I mean, will somebody hop up there and take a Jake Fromm or a uh, a Jalen Hurts there at the end of end of the first? Ugh. I think four is is going to go, so I think that's going to be a lot of trades. So say that say that those um, those quarterbacks, there's a good run on them at the beginning because you would think that's where they're going to there's going to be a run at them on yeah. at the beginning. Then you're getting into those players that you, your position players, you know, right like now everybody's wanting to trade up because now it don't cost as much to get up and get them. Because not everybody's looking for that right. franchise. So now you didn't have to go from you know say fifteen to two. Now you can go to fifteen to nine and possibly get that guy you wanted the whole time and not give up next rounds first. And not only that, it's such a deep draft and quarterback and receiver and linebacker and secondary. Like you were saying earlier when we were talking, offensive line is fucking dude. I it's been a long time since I've seen an offensive line group this deep. I think that that is going to lead to more trading because there's a team, okay, we've made our first pick. We're getting here. Now we're toward the end of the first round. Oh, shit, is that guy going to be there tomorrow when we start the second round, or do I just get aggressive and go get him now? Because yeah, there's, you know, so there's so much talent that there's going to be a good amount of first-round talent fall to the second round. Yeah, and, and that's with your, your Bengals, you know. So, you know, right. they're going to get the quarterback. Now, say there's the receiver there they want now – like we said, the quarter, the run, of the quarterbacks are there, and now you got all these O linemen going, and you want to, you want to, and everyone's sliding back. The Bengals shouldn't stay at thirty three. You know, if there's an offensive lineman they want there that is say at like twenty five or twenty six, or there's a receiver. We've seen a lot of T Higgins. Uh, yeah, but we, being compared to AJ Green, right? Um, so moving up out, moving up back up in the first round. Is is always good because you get that fifth year option. You get that extra year on that player's contract. So that's why you see teams on the back end or early second trying to move up into the back end of the first, so they can get that that extra year option on the player. I would love the Bengals to jump back up into the first round, but not for a receiver. A lineman makes sense. Offensive line or linebacker, the two biggest needs that we've touched right. on. You've got like a Patrick Queen that may slide down there to the. Uh, the he's been linked first. to Baltimore, man. I hate that it. That sucks because I really like him. I was reading up on him and, a lot. And, and you know, and I seen something about Patrick Queen there that, um, he came out and exploded this year. And and I'm like, well, if he was that good, why you know why is it one year? This dude was sitting behind Devin White. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just it's it's crazy. Um. And there's another uh, a guy that I've told you, and I and I just rave about him is uh, uh uh I don't know how to say his last name, but Grant Delpit. Delpit, yeah. So Grant Delpit, 
Um, also a secondary in LSU. And I mean, you just hear us talking about these LSU players back to where we said this team was loaded, um, was sitting behind Jamal Adams and, and, and Tyrone, Tyron Matthew and, and, and then has a, just an excellent year. I mean, it's just another guy. It's that's a guy that before the Bengals picked up Von Bell, I would have loved him at 33. Yeah. Um, you know, so I would also just, just when we're talking the trade up thing too, another guy that I really like that I've heard nothing but good things about is Kenneth Murray. Um, I think he's going to fit kind of what the Bengals need him to do. He's kind of an off-the-ball, run-and-hit kind of guy. I did a lot of research about Kenneth Murray today, and um, those of you that watch college football know Oklahoma's defense was bad. Bad. Um, last, especially the last two years, and he was a bright spot on a bad defense. I just, uh, Yeah, his, his perimeter play and everything, it's something the Bengals have lacked for a very long time. I, that's a guy that if they throw, you know, they move up a little bit. I'm completely okay with. Um, so him, uh, I could name probably three or four offensive linemen that I think may be there at the end. So do, so what do you think? Are we going to see a lot of trades, no trades? I think we'll see more trades than normal. Um, the Bengals, though, man, historically do not trade up in the draft. But historically they don't spend a bunch of money in free agency either. So maybe things have changed. I'm still a little bit skeptical on that. Um even if they stay pat at 33, though, I think they're going to have a lot of good options. Um, having that extra day, you know, that night to, to review everything and, and not be – you know, they'll be on the clock again for another, you know, 20-some hours. Um, I, w- I wouldn't mind them to trade up. Definitely if there's a guy they like that they think they can solidify that line or linebacking core. Um, but I, I don't expect them to. But they could surprise me. So, so outside, of the, outside of the trades and being surprised by the trades – um, the question was also asked, or, or I'm sorry, a statement was saying, uh, said actually on Twitter that said, with a lot of these picks, people are going to be shocked. So be ready for the surprises of, hey, they weren't linked to him because everyone's not talking as much this year with you know the virus and all that going on. No pro on. days. Um, yeah, no pro days. So there's no face to face, and you don't you know you can't see if someone's bluffing or not, but. There's a lot of they're saying that there's a lot of players that teams are linked to that they haven't even talked to, and they're saying like a team that for for instance, um, Jordan Love has been linked to the Saints. That's the first I've heard of that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So and that makes a lot of sense. And, though. and so and and then it brought up the question. And it made me wonder. So I said, why? You know why they have Drew Brees there and they have uh, uh, Taysom Hill. Dude, he's not a quarterback. Yeah, okay, but so but they've came out and said we think he is right. So and so I got to researching about it and they said that the number one quarterback um, the year uh, you know that Watson and Mahomes and them were taken mm-hmm. Sean Payton had on his board was Pat Mahomes. So Can you imagine him with that offense. So they're saying they're they're calling they're calling Jordan Love a poor man's Pat Mahomes. I'd, I'd seen that. His comparison is Pat Mahomes, a, a poor man. Obviously, it's going to be hard to be Pat Mahomes. Um, yeah, there's only one of those, right? So they're saying if Jordan Love is there, the Saints are going to jump on him. I can see that because I they're I, they put that high tender on him and all that. I just I cannot see how they could believe in him as a quarterback. Yeah, and and another thing, uh, another Hill. thing that and it made me think too. Okay, well, high, the high tender, but if you believe that much in him, why would you pay Teddy Bridgewater so much money? I mean, the dude, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, the exactly. dude was making killer money for a backup. Yeah, he turned down a starting job for a comparable pay to come back right to to New Orleans. I just. He's uh, he's a gimmick guy. He's cool. He can return. He can play tight end and all that. But I, I just there's no quarterback film on him. There's no snaps for me to watch to make me believe that he can be a Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but that's that's why the hype is there. You see Lamar Jackson. You put the system. You fill the system in around Lamar Jackson, and then you got this. And I get it. Lamar. I ja- take love. La- I take love with with Mike Thomas and uh, what they get Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. I'd, I'd take Love before I took Taysom Hill, but I'm just not a Taysom Hill guy. Yeah, I just think that I think that Love is raw. I think very. I think. But what did we say about Mahomes? Listen, I think Burrow's going to be really good. I think Herbert's going to be good. I think Tua's going to be good. I think Love might say he ends up with the Saints and he gets Sean Payton. Ooh. After so many years of learning and t- getting the rawness away and getting to the football player, could be one of the better quarterbacks in this draft. 
I think Love's going to be better than Tua. So, you know, so we have that, and we'll hit on that that more. Um, like we said, Thursday we're going live, 745 on the draft. And, you know, you're going to be able to watch us. You're going to be able to hear us. We're going to have everything hooked up. Hopefully it goes smooth. Um, if we're not right in at 745, give us a minute. We're, we're new to this. We've never done it before. Uh, just thought it would be something cool to do. We're all going to be together. I mean, It's going to be live draft commentary. You, Please still watch the draft on your TV if you want. Just mute those losers and pull us up on your iPad and listen to us. <laughs> do you know with uh, so, uh, social distancing, you'll, you'll see us live. All, we'll be all together. We won't be separate computers will all be at the same table um you know so we did want to transition over to a team that could come that it could end up having the best the best draft they could turn their whole franchise they could around. turn their whole franchise around the miami dolphins have three first round picks um they've given up minka fitzpatrick um you know uh and they gave up some other good players to to acquire these first round picks because they're in a rebuild and you guys have heard me, and actually you've heard Drew say it now too, we are believers in Brian Flores. Um, we think that if there's a guy that's going to turn around, especially from a coaching standpoint of how it's how things are ran there in Miami, it's definitely going to be Brian Flores. Um, with that first pick, they have pick five. I I just think if, if Herbert or two is there, one of them is going to be gone. Maybe you have one more there. I think you got to draft him. I just think you're you're not going anywhere with Ryan Fitzpatrick. You haven't been in on on any of these other. No, Rosen's not it. Yeah, Rosen's not it. You haven't been in on any, any of these free agents. I just believe that if you're going to go with a quarterback, Tua Herbert's got to be the guy. They got to be locked in on him. Well, let's uh, let's go to a, a real live Dolphins fan. You want to bring a guest in? We have a guest. It's our uh, it's our hairless friend, <laughs> the hairless wonder, Eric Durr. Eric, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Long time listener, first time caller. Durr, what's up, buddy? What up, Ted? Dolphin <laughs> super fan. Hey, are you excited for Thursday or what, on. buddy? What's up? Are you excited for Thursday? Well, I'm scared and excited at the same time. Preach, that's tell, fair. Tell, tell us why. Well, I mean, honestly, just like, you know, the Browns, the Bengals, your guys' teams, you know, you love them so much. And this draft, we, we dumped everybody to get all these draft picks and all this draft capital to, to, to put together a good team. We did some good moves in the off season, but man, if, if, if they, if they make the wrong decision or, or put too many chips in one pile, I'm, I'm concerned, but uh, I think they'll do okay. Fingers crossed. Three I, picks. I think it could go one of two ways. They're either going to blow it up completely and, and, you know, and, and, and miss on it all, or um, it's, you know, it's going to, it's going to hit, they're going to hit the jackpot. Yeah, I, I, I agree with what I've been reading, that we, we really are the, the trigger piece of this whole draft just because of all the picks we have. You're, you're like the so, Browns every year. Yeah, the Browns the last two years before. <laughs> we got three in the first and two in the second. So 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 at five, where do you want them to go? Where, where What direction are you at? He loves to. Uh... I do not. Stop saying that. <laughs> you know, they just say he's special, and I he's, he's high on draft boards, and he is what he is. If he's healthy, he could be. You know the Drew Brees, and that's and that's every Dolphin fan has heard since they passed on Brees. You that know because sting. of the shoulder injury, and the, and the rest is history. They passed on him. They took Jake Long, and then the the rest is. I know what that was. That was Matt Ryan that year, not Jake Long. But and the rest is Drew Brees is you know the top three quarterbacks of all time. Um, so are you so are you in on Tua? Are you in on Herbert? Because if you don't get up to one, Joe Burrow's not going to be there. If I'm Chris Greer, if I'm the GM of the Miami Dolphins and I got to, to pick what I want to do, I'm going to not take a quarterback at five. Okay. I'm going to take I'm going to take Isaiah Simmons if he's there from Clemson. Keep your hands off of him. He's dropping to ten. No, 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 he's not. That That's dude is I an want. animal. Hey, I think that Tua and I think Herbert will go. Uh, the Dolphins will probably. T- I hope they just stay at five, man. I hope they don't trade one of the other two first round picks just to move up with. You know, Detroit or, or New York, just to move up to get Tua or Herbert. That to me just drives me. That pisses me off. So, are, so, so are you rocking with Rosen, and are you rocking with uh, uh, Fitzpatrick? Fitzmagic? No, I mean Fitzmagic. Are you a Cam? Baller, man, he screwed up us having that number one pick. What about we Cam Newton? Everybody to be shitty. What about Cam Newton? You know what? That wouldn't be a bad option. I really think 
uh, I think Jameson Winston would actually be a better pickup. He's young. Um, he had eye surgery. Maybe you know, drop off <laughs> some of the picks that he did last year. Yeah, he throws for a lot of damn yards. He got his eyes fixed just to watch his team sign Brady. I know. Did you see about Gronk? Yeah, dude. We just talked about that. That just happened. I'm like, Jesus Christ. They're loaded. Tampa Bay is loaded. My, hey, Mike, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Gronk. How you going to guard them all? You can't. <laughs> oh, shit. You got O.J. Howard in there. There's a double tied in. <laughs> they right. still have Cameron Bray, too. Yeah, yeah Bray was a good TE also, man. You play the slot a little bit. Yeah, they're, they're pretty dangerous down there. So you, Lisa, want, so you want Isaiah Simmons at four. Um, five. Oh, I'm five. sorry, at five. So... Are, are, do you like Jordan Love in the in the with a later pick? I do. Okay. I do. I I like to take him at eighteen or twenty six, or if they got to do a little finagling to move up a couple picks there to get him. I like Jordan Love later. I, I like I like your thought process because hey, I've been looking at uh, some comparisons and we've been doing a research because uh, we're going to go live this Thursday and uh, Jordan Love is being compared as a poor man's Pat Mahomes. And I don't, and I don't think that it's going to take a lot to get him. I don't think people are going to move up to get him. Yeah, I think, I, I think, I think, on the only way that you're moving up for Jordan Love is if Herbert, Tua, and Burrow are just gone in the top five, which is quite possible. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers could move up, Jacksonville could move up. Maybe they're not sold on Minshew. You know, they're they're right there on the cusp of the top three. They could. Just to give a little bit to move in and grab one of them quarterbacks. That's what they want to do. What if they? What if? What if you don't say they don't clear the house? Say, say because the, the Giants are linked to Isaiah Simmons. They're they're linked to uh, yeah. Tristan Wirfs. Also, see them taking uh, Becton too. Yeah, well, Becton got got flagged negative at the combine, so he he that failed a that test. Don't matter. He's a bad dude. He's a bad big man. That he, don't matter. He, that's 364 of pure badass. That's that's true, but look how you look how uh, you guys got Tunsil. He fell after after the him and the gas that's, mask came out. That's true. Yeah, that was pretty big. That was pretty big. That we was got fucking like hilarious. 19. Yeah, we got but, like 19. It was crazy. So so say you're at five. Say Simmons is gone. Say the Giants took Simmons a pick ahead of you. What if okay, two is Sim- there then? All right, Simmons is gone. I would I would not. I just don't want two. I don't want a quarterback that high. They just don't ever work out. Would so, you would you that, give all three round that? picks for Burrow? I would take one of them OTs. I take Worfs or Beckham or Thomas from Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I I really that. like Andrew Thomas from Georgia. He gave up one sack last year and no more quarterback hits either. One sack I, was I, it. Those are more solid to me. Top five quarterbacks are hit or miss. They're honestly, I didn't do the research, but they're they're about fifty percent of who actually sticks around and does well in the NFL. I mean, they're just not as solid as an O lineman, which is probably the safest bet out of any position how much do you like herbert i haven't seen enough tape on him and what i've seen him in college i've watched the highlights i i just he's a he's he's he's, the frames there he's built like a quarterback he's got the arm strength i saw how the dolphins during his senior day made him throw a ball on his knee from the end zone he threw it to like the 50 so he's got like that damn uh josh allen arm strength kind of deal a little bit I think he'd be solid. If they take him at five, if they take two at five, I got to roll with it and be happy with it. Hey, Dur, if real, I was the GM, I wouldn't do it. Dur, real quick, I was uh, doing a bunch of research on, on these quarterbacks today, and then these are the notes I wrote down for Herbert. Pocket presence, great. Arm strength, great. Um, accuracy, good. And he can run. He reminded me of a Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill but better, but with uh, an arm like Carson Palmer when he first came out. I like it. I like the comparisons. I don't like listening about Tannehill. That was the worst thing ever to, to see him just be a piece of shit for years and then take the Titans to the to the playoffs he's last got, year. He's got Derrick Henry there, and he got bank. They paid him. Yeah, he got big paid, time. paid. Good, good offensive line. Good defense too. Hey, I per, I personally think five years down the line, Herbert's better than Tua. He's six six as well, and that's definitely a plus. I I don't know, man. I. I I hope they pick correctly. You never know. But I mean, if you can get somebody like Jordan Love or or uh, what's his name? Why, why my mind's uh, from don't Oklahoma. say Jalen Hurts. Yeah, dude, he sucks. He fucking he's gonna sucks. go to like New England <laughs> and be phenomenal. I think Watch. he ends up in Pittsburgh. You think? Yeah, he sucks. I think he ends up Stay in Pittsburgh in the him. second round. I think I that they've seen how bad it was about Ben. Man, he's a 
Under the right system, he could be a good quarterback. See, he got benched the in the national championship game because he couldn't throw when Saban needed him to. Let's let's see what happens to Brady with all those weapons down there in Tampa Bay. Because I, my gut feeling is I'll give Brady all the credit in the world. He's got ice in his veins when it comes to where he has to make a play. But in the big moments. But all those years, I think many, many talented quarterbacks could have been in that position with Belichick and done just as well. That's my hard feeling about my my Michigan – you know, New England quarterback who I love. Right? I, I would say I would say through the season, yes, but he couldn't get anywhere without Brady. I just felt like, you know, Brady was the goat when it came when it came crunch time. It was it was on Brady's shoulders. He was winning yeah, rings I, with nobodies too, man. Nobody throwing to nobodies. Well, Gronk was always a safety blanket. Well, he's back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he got a safety blanket back. They said he's putting on weight. Saying that he's doing nothing but working out, said he's big already. So that's going to be interesting. All that working out with the WWE or whatever the hell he was doing. Yeah, I got a cousin down in Florida, man. He's a big partier down there in Tampa. I told Kurt I want to see footage of him and Gronk pounding Bud Light Platinums within the next two weeks. <laughs> I like it. All right, Dirk. That's what I want for the draft. I'd like him to get a quarterback in the first round, an offensive tackle, and then a stud defensive player if he's there. You know, maybe a safety. I've. Looked at Terrell from Clemson. I think he's we're pretty loaded up on on corners. We got like two of the best in the league. Hey, um, let me ask you something. Would you give Minka back for a, for one of those late firsts? Oh, I, that was the one I was upset about. Yeah, he be ball. He, he bought for Pittsburgh. He, he landed to us, and we had to take him. We weren't even we weren't even looking. I mean, we had Rashad Jones. That's why it didn't work out. There was no place for him to really go with the with the people we already had. And that's where it kind of got shady with him of where he was playing in the time plan. No, I couldn't believe he fell. We were able to get him in the draft. He's the one I wouldn't have let go. Yeah, I mean, it, it, at first I laughed at Pittsburgh until Minka did what started doing what he can do. So uh, He's such a talent. And the thing is, is I, 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 he's still on his rookie contract. You know what I mean? Tunzel's yeah. going to have to be paid. Tunzel, Houston's going to pay Tunzel. A shit ton of money here next year. Yep, and that's one thing we avoided by trading them. We got a we got a lot of picks for that. Two number ones and two number twos. I think is what it was. Right. Yeah. So was, I think I see. I think Becton might be Becton with that. Uh, you know that that test coming back negative. He might be around there for one of your later picks too. I'd like him to move up. I like him to to. to I like that. My ideal draft would be this: is to take Simmons at five if he's there. Just saying. Trade up some other picks to move up a little bit at 18 to move up a few spots to get uh, Beckham at, at whatever, 15. If he drops to 18, fine. And with that 26 pick, take Jordan Love. Yeah. I, and then the seventh pick of the second round, either take one of the running backs, Swift, Dobbins, Taylor, one of those guys. Hey, man, you know me. I hate Ohio State. J.K. Dobbins is being slept on. He's going to be a monster. I think so, and I'll give you some love on your Wolverines. I think the, and the Dolphins have been looking at him pretty hardcore. That Ruiz is going to be pretty awesome. I'm hoping he's there for Cincinnati at 33, oh, man. No, no, no. He can no, play no. guard. He can play center. I like Cesar Ruiz. Hey, let's let's talk uh, J.K. Ruiz, is that how you pronounce it? Ruiz. Yeah, Cesar Ruiz. Hey, let's let's talk J.K. Dobbins real quick, man. I've looked at so many mock drafts and these guys that are that are, are grading these running backs. Can you guys believe? that they have DeAndre Swift, the running back out of Georgia, Georgia, ranked higher than J.K. Dobbins. That is incorrect. That's just not That's not how it's going to play out. I don't see how you can have Taylor at third. He has to have some arguments Ex to be the number exactly one. Exactly what I was going to say. Taylor second behind J.K., then those Swift. Three, yep. I think if you get any one of those three, you're getting a hell of a back for the price. Absolutely, especially if you can pick him up in the second round. But picking him up and trading up in the end of the first, if you want to, to get him get that extra year on the fifth-year option wouldn't hurt either because now you see the Bengals, they got Mixon in the second because he punched that chick in the face, and now <laughs> he's um, you know maybe holding out because he's on a $1.2 million rookie deal that he's not happy with. So if you can get that fifth year out of him too, that might even be even better. I like that they put Swift higher. I mean, that means somebody else will fucking grab him up and you can get one of the other two. In the second round, right. I bet he goes in the first. I mean, I'll laugh at the team if they if they don't go if they take Swift over uh, a J.K. Dobbins though. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, there's studs. Uh, that's for sure. All right, Dur. Hey, but hey, bud. When this uh, when this stupid virus is over, man, we're gonna go up to Frickers, drink a beer, and watch some uh, watch some sports. 
We're going to do it real soon. I can't wait, brother. Thanks for having me on. All right, Derek. Have a go, man. man. Yeah, go fence. I'll see you. <laughs> Bye. Actually, I never. I should have asked him before he hung up. I never got his take on Frickers versus Roosters. Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know I, if I'm going to hang out with him again if he says Roosters. I, I've only hung out with him at Frickers. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so. so it don't matter. You know, as long as there's beer there, and we know the, the beer is super cheap at Frickers. So, well, so um, we we've talked about the Bengals. We had our guest on to talk about the Dolphins. Let's get to your boys. What what's going on with the Cleveland Browns, man? Are they moving? Are they staying? Who they got their eye on? What's going on with them? You know, so uh, so they had Mary Kay on you know, on the NFL Network. Um, and she, she continues to say, don't rule out a trade for Trent Williams. Um, what she said exactly was that um, the Browns have two or three guys in mind. Um, and if they're not there, so here's what, here's my thinking on it. Here, here, let me let me just say, put it out there what I think she's talking about. So say the, the Browns want Isaiah Simmons. Say they he's should. there. Or, or, or they're a player like that. And they fall to the Browns at ten, and the Browns. So the Browns pick them at ten. Well, they didn't get the left tackle. So then I'm thinking it's maybe a second or a third round pick for Trent Williams because Washington's made it clear Trent Williams getting traded, and Trent Williams don't want to be there. Yeah, and absolutely. It seems not. like the Browns are in the driver's seat on that. So I think if those guys aren't there and the Browns can't get one of those guys that they want, and I really think they want Simmons, and I really want Simmons, Dirk, keep your hands off of him, um, then I think that it's either going to be uh, um, uh, Werfs, the uh, tackle out of Iowa, or the, or the second guy that I want after Simmons is Andrew Thomas, uh, tackle from Georgia. I am actually on on the on the Trent Williams front. Austin brought this to my attention, and I looked it up just to fact check it. Even though I know Austin gives us good information, I'm now out on Trent Williams. Why he hasn't played a full season since 2013? Yeah, but if you put Trent Williams in this draft right now, there would be some so many of those top teams want, would that would jump on him if he was the pick. He's only played 16 games twice in his career. Yeah, well, he hasn't played a full season in seven years. He's got years? cancer, and you know his last team didn't inform him, and uh, yeah, that's you know all kinds of uh, dumb shit like that. Um, but listen, when he's on the field, this dude is a, this dude is a, is a Pro Bowl top. Yeah, absolutely, top, top three left tackle. But you're right, though. I mean, there that is there. But so if you're not going to do that, and then um, and to me, unless Isaiah Simmons falls at ten, then you got to take the tackle. And we and and I'm going to say this, and I know there's some Browns fans that listen to this. If the, if an offensive tackle is the pick, the Browns are probably going to get the second one. There's a chance that um, Tristan Wirfs, uh, he's been linked to the Giants at four. Um, they really like him, big, strong dude. Um, but if if Tristan uh, Tristan Wirfs isn't there, look for Andrew Thomas. But also the Giants have been linked to Isaiah Simmons. So the Browns might get first dibs on the offensive tackle that they want. And we've talked about this as well. There's only one... Um, hole on the Browns' offense that we can all agree on. Yeah, obviously we say it's on Baker. Baker, everything's there. We know the weapons are there. We know obviously that from the running backs and the tight ends to the receivers. They just got Jack Conklin. We got J.C. Treader. We got Joel Petonio. Um, so everything is there except for left tackle offensively. But the defense is where the holes are at. Man, I want them to go Isaiah Simmons somehow, and then uh, Grant Delpit. Um, oh God! So dude, that, stay away that, from Grant that's Delpit. what I want. But it, it, like I said, it's not sexy. If the offensive tackles the pick, I'm okay with that too. And it's never a sexy pick. It's never a fun pick. It's never an exciting pick. But last year when the Bengals took Jonah Williams, I was happy as shit because I mean, you know, obviously you got to protect him. On Worfs, I say stay away from Worfs. In my research on Worfs that I did today. I think he might be a better guard than tackle. 6'5", 322 pounds, a punisher, possibly the best lineman in the draft. Um, I have I have worse, and I have um, uh, uh, Andrew Thomas, 1A and 1B. I have worse. You, you, I'll get you a little insight on what I was going to say when he got picked on Thursday then in my notes. My comparison to him? Billy Price. Bust alert. No way. Dude, There's no he, way he's too damn strong. He... He struggles against like the 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 counter move on the inside. From what I've seen, I feel like he he's he's very aggressive. He could be a mauler. I just I, I don't know. He kind of like oversets himself. And, Did you grade uh, Andrew Thomas yet? Um, I actually hadn't got to Thomas yet, but I there did. Was, you hear what I told Durr? Yeah. One 
One A, one B. No, no, no. One Andrew Thomas last year for Georgia in the SEC. Oh yeah, yeah. Gave up one sack and no, no more quarterback hits. Yeah, he's clearly and to I, me, to me, Andrew Thomas is the best left tackle. Yeah, I don't have I that think on Wirtz paper. Is there too. I don't have that on paper, but I've thought that throughout that Thomas is the best. I just don't think Wirfs is too. I got, I got, I got uh, Jedrick Wills over him actually. And then Dur made a good point there too with Becton, but Becton's probably going to slide a little bit now. I think he will too, just with the test. Even though, but I mean, Willie though, because now you don't get suspended for a, a, a marijuana. That's true too. And then Beckton, 6'7", 370 pounds. Jesus moves for a big man, but like I said, failed that test. I I wonder now with with the new rules that you know they they test positive for marijuana, nothing happens to him now. So I wonder if that is going to affect him and make him slide, or if teams are just like, well, that's a good point. You that's can a smoke good point weed, with, so. the, with the with the new CBA. But then you still have to worry about. Is he going to get caught with weed? Is he going to get right. in legal trouble? Right. Because it, it's it's legal, I guess, to to have it in your system by NFL standards, but you still can't ride around with a bunch of weed. I guess you can get a card, you know, in certain states or whatever. I don't know how all that works, um, but you know, there, so there are concerns there. I just don't know, like, is it as big a concern now? Because it's like, well, I mean, he wouldn't get suspended in the league for it, so right. who cares? Yeah, uh, that's a good point. But yeah, that's, so that's where I'm at there, man. So if, if somehow Isaiah Simmons slips, I definitely want him. But if not, I'll take the unsexy pick and I'll, I'll take a I'll take a left tackle and and be happy. I would rather you take a left tackle that I have to worry about for the next ten years <laughs> than to have fucking Isaiah Simmons that, that I got to worry about for the hey, next. What was this? What was the thing you told me? I was looking him up today, dude, and I was floored by this because I knew he moved around, but he took over two hundred snaps at linebacker, and this is just last year. Yeah, over two hundred snaps at linebacker, over two hundred snaps at slot corner, and over one hundred snaps at free safety. I have him. What I, the fuck? I, so how do you have your top five players in the draft? Um, I actually haven't really sat oh, down and, and and put them out. Put them out yet? Excuse me. So so I got um so I got Chase Young at one. I got uh, Isaiah Simmons at two, and then I got um I got Derek Brown at uh, three. I have uh, Joe Burrow at four, and I have uh, Jeff Akuda at five. Okay. Yeah. So I'm still if going somehow my the evaluation. Browns can get. To me, the second best player in the draft that that's that would be a home run. Oh, I, I and I could actually absolutely see him right there. I've been going through watching film, looking at four three forty, trying to get you know a, a good feel for some of these guys that I don't have a, a huge opinion on yet, just because I haven't seen a lot of them. So by Thursday, I'll have you know all of that stuff ranked out. Uh, that'll probably be most of my day tomorrow, so I don't have that. But man, I just I would rather be like, okay, you know, how's Carl Lawson going to get around Andrew Thomas? Yeah. Other than who the fuck's gonna stop Isaiah Simmons? Yeah, where the hell is that dude lined playing up at? three different positions? And and from everything I've seen on that guy, man, it, look, he could do all three positions as a pro. Yeah. I don't see anything that says that that was just a college thing. Yeah, so you know, I, I was trying to find somebody to compare him to, and I I, I don't like. I, I don't know, just because I've never – I don't know if I've seen a linebacker prospect I don't, like this. Yeah, so – and you asked me too. And so, originally, I was in the same boat as you. I was like, this guy is just what different. This guy him? is just that that much of a freak, man. And I haven't, we haven't seen a guy like him. Um, but when it started, started to hit hit me, I was like, this dude might be a faster Brian Urlacher. And way better in coverage. Yeah, I mean, he's just – he's special, man. Um, he's I mean, if the Browns can land him – I'm, dude, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump through hoops. There's three teams he can't go to. It's Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. <laughs> so maybe uh, the Bengals trade up. For, hey, fuck me up, Cincinnati. Draft Joe Burrow. Move back up into like four. I don't give a fuck what you got to get up and get me Isaiah yeah, Simmons. Uh, one or the other. One or the other. There, dude. Because there ain't no chance in hell. Ain't no way you're getting from 33 to top five again i might <laughs> you might have to give up six hey, first round picks if, if like there's that. any talk of that you guys better tune into this live stream because i'm gonna do something fucking wild on it <laughs> if they somehow let's say simmons fell something they trade up to nine stealing from Ain't cleveland no oh, <laughs> oh god dude i'd love it so much so uh there it is guys so um just please tune in um on thursday draft night 7 45 we're gonna be uh we're gonna be live we're gonna have um we'll probably be drinking some alcoholic adult brev- beverages. Oh shit! White Claw Thursday. <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna be probably eating some pizza. We're all gonna be 
dressed up in our, you know, our favorite team gear, I'm sure. Um, you know, and, and, and we're going to be live. You're going to be able to see us. You're going to be able to hear us. And this isn't going to be a, a normal podcast where, where we, you know, where we record it and then we post it. I mean, we're going to be live. So you all can the comment fuck ups, and comment. Oh, and I would love for you guys to comment. More importantly, I would love for you guys to call in. Call in after your team picks. Yeah, well, absolutely. Our, our phones will be on. You can say, hey, I'm about to call in. We'll get you online. And, and, and give us that in-the-moment experience of, did my team just fuck up or do I love what my team just did? Because I know there's going to be a lot of Bengals fans happy. Um, we know them. So, you know, if, if you're a team of someone other than the Bengals, um, call, call in. Even if you're a Bengals fan, call in and, and chat it up with Drew. I'm sure he's going to be happy as soon as it's official. You know that Joe Burrow is a Bengal. Um, but just can't express it enough. That's going to be Thursday, NFL Draft Day at 745. Make sure you guys are ready by your computers, tablets, phone. Be ready to t- uh, tune in. Yeah, that's my thing, too. Pull us up on a different device. You can still have your phone, have your TV on, but just, you know, listen to us. I, I just think it'll be a fun way. You guys can interact and, you know, share it with your friends if you want. And I, I, you just brought that up. We're going to be wearing our team gear. Do I wear a Bengals jersey or do I, I wear my – you don't have a Burrow jersey. Do I wear my – sm- failed. Do I wear my Smokin' Joe shirt? <laughs> I got Burrow smoking the stogie. I don't. I, I want to get a real jersey. I don't want to buy a Chinese fake one for this one. I want to get real jerseys. So I've had to. So win. you know. So you know. If you guys are wondering, I mean, we're gonna do thing. We're gonna give you probably grades right then and there. I mean, you're gonna catch us live in the moment of these surprises they're talked about. Like you know, our jaw's gonna drop. Um, I've been going through this whole list. I'm gonna give you a player com- uh, comparison to where I think that that person is, and and you might there's some of them you might be like, wow, you know, so. I'm looking forward to it. I hope it goes smooth. I hope it's fun. And, and mainly, I hope you guys tune in with us and just take that day. I mean, we haven't had sports in a while. Just take that night, join it with us, grab some beer, turn on the TV, turn on the phone, and just tune in and, and just listen and, and, and just watch the draft with us. And if you're somebody that listens to us and you don't hear us talk about your team a lot, this will be a good way for us to give insight on all 32 teams and everybody that makes a pick. Um, you know, and see maybe what some of these teams without a first rounder are going to do. So um, we'll, we'll get you guys all the links everywhere you need to be um, and, and get it all out there as soon as, you know, things are up and rolling. And like I said, man, we just hope you guys have fun. So I think that's about it for us today. Tune in uh, Thursday night. Thanks for tuning in to us today, and we will be ready for the draft. Locker Room Talk Uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.